Welcome to Brookings First United Methodist Church and our podcast, Messages from First United Methodist Brookings. This podcast is an audio version of Pastor Pete Grassow's sermons from the First United Methodist Church in Brookings, South Dakota. You can watch the full services online anytime on our website at brookingsmethodist.org or at the link in the episode notes. On behalf of Pastor Pete and our entire church family, thank you for joining us. Our scripture reading for today is found in the Gospel of St. Mark. If you'd like to follow, I will be reading from Mark chapter 1, picking up verses 14 to 20. Let me introduce this passage. As you are aware, election season is upon us. And increasingly, we will see various people doing their best to persuade us to vote for them. In the same way, as we watch our national leaders, St. Mark tells us that Jesus has been watching his national leaders. Today, we pick up the story when Jesus is living in Galilee. He has watched the way his country is unraveling under the leadership of a really bad king. Herod Antipas was the ruler of Galilee, who used his power to look after himself. For example, he, a Jew, had built a holiday resort for himself on a Jewish graveyard. He named it Caesarea, hoping to win the protection of Caesar Augustus. Herod had then married his niece, having had an affair with her while she was still married to his stepbrother Philip. When John the Baptist called Herod out for his immorality, he had the prophet arrested. And it's at this moment that Jesus has had enough. Listen how St. Mark describes it. I read from Mark 1, pick up at verse 14. After John was arrested, Jesus came into Galilee announcing God's good news, saying, Now is the time. Here comes God's kingdom. Change your hearts and lives and trust this good news. As Jesus passed alongside the Galilee Sea, he saw two brothers, Simon and Andrew, throwing fishing nets into the sea, for they were fishermen. Come follow me, he said, and I'll show you how to fish for people. And right away they left their nets and followed him. After going a little further, he saw James and John Zebedee's sons in their boat repairing the fishing nets. At that very moment he called them, and they followed him, leaving their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired workers. And I'll take us back to Mark 1.14. After John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God, saying, The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. This is clearly a turning point in the life of Jesus. The arrest of John was the last straw in a litany of abuse. And Jesus announces, the time is fulfilled. 
the original language of the text is written in Greek. The words hakairos, peplerotai, literally translated, kairos time has arrived. Now, kairos is a word used to signify a decisive moment in history for action to be taken. And so Jesus announces, it is time. This is the kairos moment. Literally saying, it's time to announce the values of the kingdom of God. And he follows this up with a call for repentance and a new beginning. So, who should repent? I suspect that Jesus, first of all, is speaking to Herod. Herod has much to repent about. Here was a Jew who was not behaving as a child of God. His power and privilege had led him to behave as if he was not accountable to God for his behavior. The fact is, he had just arrested the prophet sent by God. So here is Jesus saying, repent and rediscover your belief. There is an undeniable truth here that every ruler is held accountable by God. No ruler can do as they please because every ruler is under the watchful gaze of the divine creator. And when Herod arrests John the Baptist, Jesus says, repent. You cannot do as you please because you've betrayed your sacred trust as a leader. And maybe it's a good thing for us to be reminded of this right now. I do believe the United States is facing its own kairos in this election season. This is a good moment to be reminded that every prospective president and every other national leader is under the authority of God and none can do as they please. Now, it is true that some national leaders act as if they are God instead of being accountable to God. You know, when leaders lie and cheat and show really questionable personal moral behavior, they need to be reminded of the kairos of God, the time for repentance and renewal. And it is our task to pray for godly leadership for this nation. But there is more to this passage. The call to repent is not just for Herod. It's also for every individual in that Jewish community. I suspect Jesus is saying to all the people of God, you cannot blame Herod alone for his sinful actions. You are complicit because you remained quiet. You watched him arrest the prophet and you said nothing. When Herod had an affair with a married woman, you remained silent. When Herod used his power to benefit himself, you remained silent. It is time to repent. And many heard Jesus and responded to him, a new rule of God was at hand. And it's my conviction that the United States is in such a moment. This is the Kairos moment for Americans. The question is asked of every single person who lives here, will you pursue your own selfish desires or will you turn to God? And as Jesus frames it, there's no middle ground. Either 
you go your own way or you repent and live to the values taught by Jesus. I read earlier from Mark chapter 1, there's an equivalent passage in Luke chapter 4. Luke describes Jesus beginning his ministry and says that Jesus, filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, begins to serve God. The New Testament word for this power is dunamis, from which we have the English word dynamite. Literally, Jesus, filled with the dynamic, the dynamite power of the Spirit of God, comes out of the wilderness and begins to preach. If we are to play our part in this nation as the followers of Jesus, we need that same dynamite power of the Holy Spirit. And the place to begin is always on our knees. We are to pause and pray for the power of the Holy Spirit in our own lives and in the life of this nation. Prayer is the place of transformation because it is in prayer that we access the power of the Spirit of God. I have suggested that we are in a time of kairos. In the words of Jesus, the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent, believe the good news. It's my conviction we stand before God and together can say, here am I, Lord, use me Use me to instill your kingdom values in my family, in my community, in our nation. And the place that we begin is on our knees in prayer. And so I want to challenge us to spend the rest of this month in prayer. That you would intentionally pray each morning and evening. We do have a book available at the church, which we are offering as a tool for daily prayer. Stop off at the office, you can collect a book. But I want to challenge us, challenge us all, to be praying people. To pray not just for ourselves, but to pray for all the people of this country. Let's move beyond our own narrow interests and pray for those who are not like us. And even pray for those who we do not like. And pray for those who are our enemies. In the words of the Lord's Prayer, let us pray, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The time is right. That in the midst of all the election conversation, let us be people of prayer, praying for godly values, praying for leaders who practice godly values, choosing to avoid leaders who have no interest in pursuing the moral values of the gospel. We are God's people. Let us not be afraid of speaking for God's values. Let us not be afraid of rebuking those who do not practice the values of God, for the time is at hand. This is the Kairos time. And the power of God is available to us to make us bold, to enable us to choose well. And that place begins on our knees. Thank you for listening to this message from First United Methodist Brookings. To get every message delivered to you, subscribe to this podcast for free 
and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. You can always find more information about our services and outreach on our website at brookingsmethodist.org and on our Facebook page at Brookings First United Methodist Church. On behalf of Pastor Pete and all of Brookings First United Methodist Church, thank you for listening. This podcast was produced by Sam Becker on behalf of First United Methodist Church in Brookings, South Dakota. Intro and outro music was performed by our praise team under CCLI license number 936719, streaming plus license number 210-39161. Visit BerkingsMethodist.org for more information.